You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is The World in 10 for Thursday, the 1st of December. I'm Cara Bentley. And I'm Richard Newman. Coming up, Prince William arrives in America as his godmother resigns over comments deemed unacceptable and racist. In this instance, unacceptable and deeply regrettable comments have been made. We have reached out to Ngozi Fulani on this matter and are inviting her to discuss all elements of her experience in person, if she wishes. And China begins to soften its tone on COVID as protests continue. The government only want their voice to be heard. Only one voice for all of the country. The Prince and Princess of Wales have arrived in America shortly after a member of their royal household had to resign after more than 60 years with the family over comments which have been described as unacceptable and racist. At a Violence Against Women and Girls reception at Buckingham Palace on Tuesday, Lady Susan Hussey, Prince William's godmother and the late Queen's lady-in-waiting, repeatedly asked a charity worker who is black and born in Britain where she was from. Ngozi Falani initially responded with the name of her charity, Sister Space, then Hackney in London, then three times replied that she was from the UK and that her parents came to the country in the 50s. Lady Hussey responded, Oh, I knew we'd get there in the end. You're Caribbean. Miss Falani responded, No, lady, I am of African heritage, Caribbean descent and British nationality. After her account was posted online, Buckingham Palace gave this statement. We take this incident extremely seriously and have investigated immediately to establish the full details. In this instance, unacceptable and deeply regrettable comments have been made. We have reached out to Ngozi Fulani on this matter and are inviting her to discuss all elements of her experience in person, if she wishes. In the meantime, the individual concerned would like to express her profound apologies for the hurt caused and has stepped aside from her honorary role with immediate effect. Ms. Falani later said in an interview that it happened in the first few minutes of the event and that there were two other women of African heritage who saw the conversation, with one saying it felt like they were trespassers. Ms. Falani added that she didn't want Lady Hussey to be targeted, though. Prince William's spokesperson has said racism has no place in our society, and he is now in Boston, where he is focused on launching the Earthshot Prize that rewards innovative solutions to environmental problems. 60 years ago... President John F. Kennedy's moonshot speech laid down a challenge to American innovation and ingenuity. We choose to go to the moon, he said, not because it is easy, but because it is hard. It was that moonshot speech that inspired me to launch the Earthshot Prize with the aim of doing the same for climate change as President Kennedy did for the space race. 
The couple will be distracted for the next few days as they meet President Joe Biden. A senior official in China has given one of the strongest indications yet that the government's stance on zero COVID could potentially soften following mass protests against the restrictions across the country. Sun Chun-lan, who's China's vice premier, told the National Health Commission that the nation is entering a new stage and mission in response to coronavirus, claiming vaccination rates are increasing and suggesting the Omicron variant is not causing as much serious illness. She said a more humane approach is being taken to outbreaks and apparently offers suggestions on how measures could be improved. Just over 36,000 cases were reported on Wednesday, a slight decrease day to day, and cities are continuing to lift restrictions. In Shanghai, 24 districts, which had been categorised as high risk, have come out of lockdown following the lifting of measures in other areas. Anger over China's zero-COVID strategy has increased in recent weeks. Footage from Shanghai shows residents clashing with COVID workers and they're having protests around the world in solidarity. Chinese nationals have held demonstrations across Europe and the US, as well as Tokyo, where student Wilson Wan called for change. We don't have democracy, we don't have freedom. So it will take a lot of risk of us to uh, let our voice to be heard, because the government only want their voice to be heard, only one voice for all of the country. Meanwhile, China's former leader, Jiang Zemin, has died aged 96. He had leukaemia. But his death has come at a bad time for President Xi Jinping, as there's a tradition of using periods of national mourning to show displeasure with the current regime. You're listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London. Analysis and insight into global events all in just 10 minutes. Coming up, tributes for Fleetwood Mac's Christine McVie, who's died aged 79, and how the French baguette is now officially a world cultural icon. The United Nations is appealing for 25% more money for international aid in 2023 than it did this year. 222 million people, more figures for you, will face acute food insecurity in 53 countries by the end of this year. That was Martin Griffiths, UN Emergency Relief Coordinator, who also says that in 2023, the humanitarian community needs to be more organised to get the money that's promised to the people who need it. He explained why the UN will now need $51.5 billion. The needs are going up because we've been smitten by the war in Ukraine, by COVID, by climate. And I fear that 2023 is going to be uh, uh, an acceleration of all those trends. And that's why we say in this report and generally that we hope 2023 will be a year of solidarity, just as 2022 has been a year of suffering. Mr Griffiths added that five countries are already seeing famine-like conditions where they are sure that people are dying as a result of displacement and a lack of food and that vulnerable communities also have problems with COVID-19, Mpox, Ebola and cholera. The UN's Global Humanitarian Overview estimates that an extra 65 million people will need help next year, bringing the total to 339 million in 68 countries. South Africa's President Cyril Ramaphosa is facing potential impeachment after an inquiry found evidence he abused his office over the theft of a large sum of cash from his farm. He denies wrongdoing and says over half a million dollars found stuffed inside a sofa at his ranch was legitimate from selling buffalo as he saw it as a safe place to stash the money. 
Mr. Ramaphosa was accused in June of concealing a $4 million cash robbery in 2020. And there are allegations he organised for those responsible to be kidnapped and bribed into silence. The former Chief Justice, Sandile Nobo, spoke following the handover of the report. There has been a lot of anxiety, understandable story, from the people of South Africa. I'd like to thank them for their patience and for allowing us the necessary space to do our work. Nosfiri Mapisa Nakula is the Speaker of South Africa's National Assembly. She says the reports will be looked at next week. We have set aside the 6th of December for consideration of the report by the National Assembly. The House will consider the report, its findings and recommendations and adopt a resolution through a simple majority vote whether a further action by the House is necessary or not. It's not the best timing for Mr Ramaphosa, though. In a fortnight, his ruling African National Congress Party will vote on whether to keep him on as leader. With the latest from the World Cup in Qatar, here's Kane Reeves. Argentina survived a penalty miss from Lionel Messi to ensure their passage to the last 16 of the 2022 World Cup. Their 2-0 victory over Poland was also enough for Poland to qualify themselves, getting through on goal difference after Mexico's 2-1 victory against Saudi Arabia was not enough for the Mexicans on goal difference. Argentina will play Australia in the knockout stages after their 1-0 win over Denmark. France will play Poland after winning their group despite a shock 1-0 defeat to Tunisia. There could be major upsets today, with Germany and Belgium fighting for their World Cup lives. Germany must beat Costa Rica and hope Spain avoid defeat to Japan to progress, while Belgium, they need to get past Croatia to ensure their progression. Christine McVie, the British singer and songwriter of Fleetwood Mac, has died at the age of 79. Her family says she died peacefully in hospital after a short illness with them by her side. She wrote Fleetwood Mac's songs Little Lies, Everywhere and Songbird and was one half of one of the couples that made up the band, whose breakup dramas led to the 1977 album Rumours, one of the biggest selling albums of all time. And finally, the humble baguette is now officially one of France's biggest contributions to the world after making it onto the United Nations Cultural Heritage List. The Baton of Bread has joined other food and drink items like Belgian beer and Neapolitan pizza on the roster of almost 700 traditions recognised by UNESCO. Described by President Emmanuel Macron as 250 grams of magic and perfection, it's claimed each person in France eats half a baguette a day on average. The listing honours the know-how of artisan bakers and it's gone down well with traditional bread makers across France. And that's your World in 10 for Thursday the 1st of December. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.